0: All right, welcome back to Table Talks. I officially, officially have my co-host Alyssa with me today. Say hello. Hi there. Um. So uh, as always on Table Talks, uh, we're going to dive into some deeper conversations that are highly sought after but rarely explored and I'm very excited to actually have my co-host here and I have my co-host that filled in for my first three episodes, Brandon with us as well. Hi, I'm here. He's playing a little more uh, producer role today, but we'll also fill in on the empty silences when needed. So Um, I usually at least have a title prepared um, for like what I'm thinking. But uh, I think the only thing I'm going to go off of is 52 lists. That's kind of what's really in the front of my brain today. 52 um, lists? Mm-hmm. Tell me. You bought this book for me.
1: Oh, I did? You
0: bought this book for me. That was what,
1: Christmas? Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, And I just started it last night. It's been on my bedside table for like three months, and I haven't even touched it.
1: It was supposed to be, so you could start it in January. I, I know,
0: I know, I know what it was supposed to be. <laughs> Bitch, I'm fully aware, <laughs> but, but I was very like not in it. And, well, I mean, Why? I was also in my relationship. I was in a shitty-ass relationship. Like, you know, I spent every weekend playing video games and trying to make sure that my man felt like he was a fucking man and not a fucking child. Like, um...
1: <laughs> so you feel like you couldn't do them by yourself no, or with him? No.
0: No, anytime I ever took, like, a moment to step back to, like, go do anything that was not, like...
1: What kind of list? Tell me what kind of list it was.
0: So this, so I, like I said, I've only done the first one. So the first one was list, um, it was like list one and it says, uh, list the things that make you happy right now. And then it prompts you on the second page with, are you doing any of those things right now? And how can you furthermore do the things that you're not doing right now?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. It's such a good question. I went ahead and I, um, was doing the first one and I was like so I I went through my list I wrote my list there was a ton of stuff on it um and then I like kind of was like um after I read the second page I went in and looked at it and I kind of gave myself like uh I use like Roman numerals I did like the one or the I the X and the V and I was like okay well like my my I is like oh I'm already doing this my ex was like oh I'm not doing this my I think or my ex was like kind of doing but can't do all the time and then my V was like I'm doing it I'm not doing this at all so as I went through I like marked each one and I was like all right well like some of these like okay I like doing these like this stuff does make me happy and then other ones I was like "Yeah, I'm really not doing these and these do make me really happy so like one of them and this is the one that I like kind of on the second page really dove into was like meditation like I am not I have not been meditating at all and it's like I can feel it like significantly is affecting my mood are you getting
1: road rage again I am getting so much road rage again (laughs) You are so bad.
0: <laughs> I am. I mean, you have heard it on the phone when you called me, and I was like, "Just the guy in the fucking neighborhood." I was like, "Just fucking go!" And I was like, "Oh my lord, yeah, no, I'm definitely getting some road rage again." So I was like, "Okay, it's time for me to like, I gotta, I gotta do the meditation." Um, and like, it just kind of today with the road rage like solidified the fact that like I. Have to do the what did you do? No, just like that, like it, small interaction, just there. And then, like, even on my way to work, I felt like I was like rushing to work. Like, and normally, like, after I meditate, I don't feel I don't ever feel like I'm rushing anymore. Like, I just like, all right, when I get to work, I get to work. Even if I'm fucking late, like I still just get there. But today I was like, I knew I was late. I didn't even roll out of bed till like 7.05 because I was just being a lazy piece of shit this morning. I also got too drunk yesterday, probably a little too high too. It's fine. And so I was just like rushing to get there. I had to take the trash out. And before I knew it, it was like literally leaving the house and it was 7.25. And you know, I mean, I know it only takes like 15 minutes to get to my job, but yeah, I you'll me, find something made If you want to be late, late. You'll find something. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened. I found what I needed to and I was late. So and then I'm road raging and I'm
1: like, all these fucking
0: people are my fucking way. Blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I'm like, fucking like, all right. I'm like, OK. So what I journaled about last night, it was not that far off. Um, but they say also like it says in there, like take some a- like like set yourself up with action steps for like how how often are you going to do it? What are you going to do? So I, and also I'm in the middle of reading Atomic Habits. So those are like compounding, which is it's fucking great. So I started with like a real, something really small. I was like, all right, before I even get out of bed and like the first thing I do, like my feet hit the ground, I'm going to take 10 deep breaths. And then next week we're going to do 20 and I'm going to do that all week. And so like next week I'm going to try 20 and I had at the end, it's like a five week process. And then I was like, all right, then I'm going to do 30 seconds of meditation, just sitting there. And then I'm going to do a minute. And then I'm going to do, I think I said three minutes or five minutes. I think it's five, and then I did ten.
1: Okay. Can I ask you a question? hmm What are your obstacles about meditation? Like, why do you feel like you don't do it?
0: Because I don't like sitting with myself all the time. Like, I don't I don't like the things but that, why like... why do you
1: feel uncomfortable about that? What scares you? That's a good
0: question. Um. Oh, shit. Uh, think deep. We're talking
1: about deep conversations I know, conversations I know. That's why here. I'm, like, taking
0: a minute to, like, pause and be like, but...
2: How does it feel to be in the hot seat? I know. I know. Uh,
1: the doctor is
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> um. What scares me about sitting? I don't know. I think because like sitting with myself, I can see where I'm at mentally and I don't and I already know like and I think right now I know where I'm at mentally because like I'm drinking again. Like I'm getting high again. I'm doing like I'm doing Adderall again and all these things. and I'm like, all right, those don't necessarily play into like my a, a good mental status for me. So I think sitting down and actually having to sit with myself and be like, yeah, no, we we knew, but like now, now we know how bad it really is. So I think by not sitting with myself, I'm not admitting the thing that's like actually wrong.
1: So how do you overcome other things that you've done in the past? Like things that you haven't wanted to do, like meditation, how did you get over that?
0: I just did it. I just so had why to, didn't you
1: just try? Just I I try know it.
0: I know. Well, I think today, well, because I wrote the list last night, and then today, obviously, I fucking got up late as shit. So, did so I. I just was like, <laughs> right, it Mondays, alarm. Mondays, <laughs> Mondays. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just do it, and I, but I think today, like, I woke up at seven, and then just said fuck it after that, and I like didn't do it. But like, yeah, you're right. Tomorrow I should probably just like get up and do it.
1: I don't think it has to be right in the morning. I feel like people get really stuck on like when and where they're supposed to do it. It's just like, I have five minutes. What can I do? I can meditate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I like doing it in the morning more because that like sets me up for the rest of my day. But like when I do it like midway through the day, sometimes I, my brain's already like clouded with all the shit that happened in the morning. So like when I try to do that meditation, I'm more like focused on trying to clear out that shit from the morning instead of just kind of being fresh and groggy in the morning. Does that make sense? What if
1: you did like nighttime meditation?
0: I was for a really long time doing nighttime meditations and then I like stopped doing them. So.
1: You had less road rage. I can definitely attest to that. I know
0: you can because you were in the car with me a lot last year. (laughs)
2: Lots of road rage. Quick chime in from uh, the producer table over here. Um, The meditation. What are some ways that you guys are referencing meditating like what do you listen to a youtube video have some kind of audio background noise is it what is your tools tips or
1: i feel like every person's definition of meditation is different but like for me it's sitting alone by myself thinking with my own like thoughts and really deeply breathing and setting my mind on my breathing like yeah. the day is so hectic, I'm always thinking about stuff, so for me to sit there and clear my head is like really relaxing to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Um I think f- I use it in like two ways and I have I use Headspace um for my, you know, original well, I originally started with YouTube uh meditations and then moved into Headspace. I did like a the 30-day trial, loved it and ended up doing the whole year. Um but I really like theirs too because they also they have meditations that are set up that you can pick how you're feeling so like they the guy will walk you through like if like, if, like he was pick- so soothing oh my god right i loved him i picked him i loved him i so they they have a couple new people that like you now you can pick they have a girl and a guy version now so oh. yeah the
2: girl's voice is like good but like Definitely not. But it's is it not good handy. for a
1: guy? Like, can we get a I... producer chime in?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I missed the question. Is just the voice of a girl better for a guy?
1: Yeah, like when it, when you're... Like GPS or meditate, like we're using a meditation app like Headspace.
2: So my limited experience in meditation, um, I don't usually use audio. I'm, I, uh, you just kind of sit it with It was yourself. introduced to me um, through my first therapist, which is goes back to like, I think it was senior year of high school. And the meditation was literally trying to be present it was what it was all about mm-hmm. so he, he i guess technically it was a guy walking me through but like once he did it a couple times i kind of like understand it but it was all mm-hmm. about like feel the the chair you're sitting in feel where your fingertips are laying feel where you're yeah that's exactly your knees are bent that's yeah that's
0: exactly yeah that's exactly what headspace is they, oh, they cool, just cool. walk you through it and then they just give you like they kind of give you like prompts sometimes or like especially if you choose the more like specific ones so like like days that i'm like really stressed out and i just like my brain's all over the place and i'm trying to have like a work day i'll like put a headspace on and i'll pick like the stress category and then i'll pick how much time i want and so they kind of like walk you through with whatever time frame you want and they're kind of like oh hey like this is like stressful so you know what is they they have you like pinpoint what the stress is and then they have you like deep breathe it in and then breathe it out which is like Extremely.
1: Tattooed on my leg. Oh, my God. It's
0: <laughs> Exhale it all out. Yeah, it's extremely, like, I want to say, like, meditative, but, like, it just, it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, but as I got better at it and I started doing longer meditations, I found I didn't like the headspace meditations because when I would do my, like, 30-minute meditations in the mornings that – I would have like a really soft alarm just it was just the one on my watch and it so it didn't it doesn't ding or anything it just vibrates so it was enough to kind of be like okay well this is happening now so like okay I've hit 30 minutes I have like a time frame I have to stick to because like you know I have a fucking job sadly (laughs) I mean not sadly it's great that I have a job but like sadly I have like a time constraint job Um, but I think you know I would use those 30 minute ones and then they'd be like oh so now and it would totally break up where I was and when I do the 30 minute ones, you get so much more loss in your own thoughts and you have to keep bringing yourself back to like, almost as Brandon said, like being present and like breathing. So like, for me, it was like, okay, I have to just focus on my breath. I do that a lot. I like definitely that's the, my biggest thing is just focusing on my meth, my, my meth, my breath. Meth? <laughs> my meth. When did you start doing that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear. No meth. No meth. Not the, not the.
3: So what a cat man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but yeah no that's definitely like i i found as i got better at it i didn't need headspace as often i would use headspace now especially i use it at night because they have like these like asmr like put you to sleep so like
1: asmr babe oh, you would love them
0: babe you would love them they're like they have oh my favorite one my favorite one it's tagged at the top it's rainy day antique and they take you through like a, an antique store, and they're like explaining these like elephants that he won't let go, so he puts on the back of the shelf behind something. It's like and this it's like an old man, old English man's voice. It's just like oh, I've like, this is just oh in my ear holes. And there's rain; you can hear the rain outside. Like you, it's like oh, and then you hear like the antique bells, and you hear like small whispers in the corner, and like oh my god, it's so nice. <laughs> that that one, and then there's another one called Light's Journey. And Those two are my favorite, but. The problem is sometimes they switch it up. They change the stories. So I've listened through the lights journey three times and all three times I've listened to it, it's different every fucking time. <laughs> I rainy antiques, forget it. I don't make it past fucking five minutes. I'm out cold.
3: <laughs> I get
0: barely past the part where they're like, oh, breathe. How long are they? 45 minutes. All of them are usually 45. So that way like it's meant to like put you to sleep.
1: Yeah, I listen to, like, a two-hour rainstorm yeah. and thunder, and Yeah, it's the most beautiful thing. Yep, yeah. But it goes one of two ways for me. ASMR is either, like, really calming, or I'm watching the most random thing, like we're watching a guy eat cereal, and i like, <laughs> 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 oh <my God.
0: laughs> I love it. Well, it's like those satisfying videos. You're like, okay, all right, it's satisfying. So you just continue to watch it, and, like, the noises and the sounds and the visual, and you're like, oh, my God.
1: It puts Just you lovely. right in the moment. There, yeah. you're like with him eating the cereal. Yeah, and stuff in the way.
0: yeah. That's why I like the like the the sleepy time ones because they put you like you're like it, it starts with like you hear the rain and then you hear the door open to like the antique shop and it's like a little dinging bell. So it's like it puts you right there and they're very descriptive. But it's like he talks really slow and he talks really deep and. Soft and you can change. You can change the ambiance. Like at the bottom, there's like ambiance on the side, voice on the side. So you can just change it. I always go a little more towards the ambiance because I want to hear the rain. I want to hear like all the other mm-hmm. stuff. Like I want to hear the buzzing lights. Like you hear like all of that. It's really, really well done. Very well done.
1: I need you to send me this. Stuff. Yeah. Oh,
0: I will. I will. I'll. T- I'll definitely send it to you because it's it's perfect. Um, you got something to say over there, producer?
2: Uh, no sponsored ads.
0: Oh, sorry. Well, no, not I'm yet. Not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored, I swear. We what, just love what's it. What's the name of it, though? Headspace.
2: Headspace. Mm-mm. Hey, sponsor Another the show.
1: One? What other one? The long, the antique store one? That's Headspace. That is Headspace? Headspace
0: does those. Oh, dang. They started, like, a whole, they have a whole bunch. So they have, like, one, they have, you, they have your typical meditations, then they have, like, they broke down the meditations into, like, what is good for, like, certain levels of, like, either being really stressed
1: <laughs> or... How d- <laughs> um, I saw that part on Headspace. I didn't see the, in, like, interactive stories.
0: I have the interactive stories, and then now they have, like, workouts, and now they have, like, a community section. So, like, you can, like, log on and do, like, these live meditations with people. So, like, you can't – you won't be able – you can't say anything or whatever. But, like, people are with – like, you can see everyone that's in there doing the live meditation. And then there's, like, a live teacher.
1: I wonder if that came over the pandemic. It
0: definitely did. So, the stories were there when I downloaded it last year. Because I've been using the stories for a really long time. You know I love lore. Mm -hmm. Like, that was my always fall asleep. And I always put it on one time, even though you know I'm a two-time speed girl when it comes to fucking podcasts. But, like, I would have this on one time and just, like – fall asleep to this man's voice and like oh the music like it's soft classical music it's beautiful check out lore seriously I'm it's You're not sponsored night. it's not sponsored but lore is a friggin' amazing podcast if you like weird uh supernatural stories but I'm down. yeah um but Headspace had the interactive stories like the nighttime ones on there when I downloaded it at least last year. So that would definitely wasn't anything new, but, like, the live meditations and, like, the the workouts that have been new through the pandemic, That that's, like, a new section.
1: That's really awesome. Yeah, and, like,
0: I pay $60 a year for it, and I get all of this shit. I'm like, okay, so I get ASMR, I get meditations. Plus I, the gym. Plus the gym, and I get a, a, community. a community. Like, <laughs> how is that? And, and they send me morning quotes. They send me daily that quotes. That is so
1: nice. Like, what the, the fuck! Heck?
0: Like, it's great. It's amazing. Like, it's exactly, I, I'm like, $60? Uh, okay, this is totally worth it. I would pay someone
1: it. just to, tell, like, send me a good morning text. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me.
0: <laughs> okay, check. Out. Make sure to send list a good morning text from here on out. You, you, I'm usually up before you anyway. I have an app for that. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you do that. threat. I forgot about that one. <laughs> But yeah, like um, I actually got on a text service that sends me a—it uh, sends me like a good morning, like a motivational good morning thing at like four in the morning every morning. It's really nice. I like da- I was gonna do this um, like whole gym online gym thing, and I like did it for a couple months, and then it just like really wasn't my
2: style, my vibe. Vibe? No, I want to ask, what was uh, this morning's quote of the day with a? Uh, oh, uh, hold headspace. on, my phone. Oh. I don't, I
0: don't remember what it was, so I, I was like, I have to get my phone out for this one. Um, is it still here? Do I still have it? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. They send it, They don't send it, like, directly in the morning, but this one came in at 10.01 this morning, and it says, it is not enough to just think about our potential. Work on
2: discovering it, living it, and making it a reality.
1: That's good advice. Yeah.
2: That's really good advice. That's awesome. One of the things that, um, and I might end up using it for my show, but uh, it made me think of your show when I saw it, so I... I Collect the any of the Chinese cookie fortune cookie like oh yeah like yeah, um, yeah. quotes that like mean something even if they only meant something that in the moment um, and I picked them up today because I was just like rearranging my my desktop and uh, there was four that I've held on to that like all tie in directly to my journey and, and everything I'm doing and like two of them specifically to like you and I's. Like chemistry on the show, and, mm-hmm. and like even the in the journey that that Table Talks is gone. Currently so on. huge, huge <laughs> shout out to that. Um, also, while while I'm here, and even though it's the own the same show, and, and I, I get a chance to plug it, <laughs> your downloads fucking shot through the roof. I was I was just are telling, you serious? Yeah, I was telling Alyssa um, off air that um, I think yeah I think it was yesterday's, but it was like the past seven days. Uh, my most downloaded episode was Table Talks episode one with nine, and then my oh my god, I feel second, like I could cry. Yeah, and <laughs> my second it was today, <laughs> thank you. And my second most was my show, my newest episode with three. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Jocelyn's voice is really soothing.
2: Oh, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've had a few after dark episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah. before? Before I even take over, like. I mean, there's a lot that, that, you know, we have kind of like discussed, especially off air. But um, I wanted to in um, really get to know Alyssa. And I think episode four, you, you're, you're already waving me away. I mean, how about better yet, since um, I was the former co-host of Table Talks, how about you guys get to know me? Cause I think Jocelyn in the past had had like had looked for or seeked out a guy's perspective. And I think a lot of the Mm. things that you guys talk about um, incorporate the guy's perspective, but I'm comfortable enough to be in the hot seat as I typically am. So uh, why don't we throw this around? And I was kind of like going through, um, you know, some of the trends, some of the stuff that um, I've been finding interesting. And I kind of like caught on to this like fresh and fit where it's like a, a very like traditional masculine positive movement. Yeah. That's coming about. Um, and I can explain a f- little bit further, but I wanna hear your opinion or your take on I, I don't know what it's called, but but uh just like uh like the more traditional roles. Like like, you know,
0: uh we talked about it on episode I think episode one oh. where I was very much like, no, like I have zero desire to be the career mom. Uh so like I'm I like the zero desire like the the traditional not and I don't even mean like it doesn't even have to be traditional in the sense of like the man is working and the woman's at home. I, was I don't gonna
1: say define traditional. Yeah, so
0: like I think like for me like when I say traditional, it's like the it's like the stereotypical roles of people like. Oh, the woman's in the kitchen. Like it's like those stereotypical. We'll make me a sandwich. Yeah, but like I don't want that toxic like wrap around it like I want the like I want to make like I want to cook those meals because I actually enjoy doing that for my significant other like that's not like a get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich bitch sort of
1: I get what you're saying but I still need you to define like the roles you're talking about just a very traditional sense like are we in the kitchen and he's making the money
0: yeah like so like I I guess for me because that's kind of where I want or or what i want is like the man outside of the home and making all the money and i'm home with the kids. That
2: it to me is like a traditional role or traditional roles.
1: Okay, and what's the trend?
2: Um essentially that it's like so we kind of are moving away or the pendulum's kind of swinging away from that like caller daddy uh specific like you're an independent Hook woman. Yeah, it's all about like get your own girl and stuff and i think people are starting to to realize that and that relates to relationships, you know, business and, and any other asset of life. Um and, and i feel like there's a lot of uh you know, kind of pushback towards that whole culture or that whole previous trend where now we're kind of like recognizing that like, you know, women are noticing that, hey, I'm happy at home raising kids. Like I'm happy in this place. And men, I promise you, men all along have been just as happy with that. They they are they understand and do value the role of a mother, the 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 place at home. And this isn't to exclude or, or try to make any like you know uh, stop to the feminist movements and into the into the great reaches that you know women have already been able to achieve, our vice president included. Um, it's more so to say that like. Those are two different lifestyles and going with one or the other, you have to sacrifice something. So if you're going to be a strong, independent and career oriented woman, you have to give up some of your, you know, uh, Why? youthful what what? Why, Why do you what? have to
1: sacrifice anything?
2: Because it logistically and re and it's just a real it's a reality. Like you have, like men have to sacrifice their their time at home if they're going to pursue the same career. It it's more they like You don't
1: have to. You can do a Monday through Friday, make bank all week, and go home to your wife at night.
2: I mean, yeah, I don't but disagree, I think, but I think I
0: think moms and I I'm going to say this specifically around like what my fam, like my family, like I know that that serious mom guilt of like a mom that is really career driven. She works Monday through Thursday. But she has that mom guilt that she's not around enough, okay, so like that's why I, like you're sacrificing something like women when we, like especially when you start to have kids, like you have that like I'm a mom, like I should be here for my kids, I should be around more often, like that's just like the that maternal that more maternal instincts where like I don't know necessarily I'm not saying guys don't have it, but it's it's a lot less real with guys
2: it's just a lot like just statistically based like it's less likely that a guy is going to want that but there I can do the same thing like a guy has to sacrifice the potential of really creating a name for himself and really getting himself out there and and, you know reaching the heights if he chooses to be the stay-at-home dad not that there's anything wrong with either option it's just that you have to realize you know there's only so much time you have in a day there's only so much that you can do with family your social your friends your, your relationships, your, your, uh, you know, just life, like there's only, there's only in, so much time. Career. It's like, you gotta, you gotta divvy up your time and it's just, you know, statistically and maybe, maybe that's what's wrong is like, or maybe that's what's changing. But like statistically men have always kind of like chosen that the path of like, I want to do the high career jobs, even though I'm sacrificing some of my time with my children and my offspring and, and tr- like traditionally women were the opposite. And now we're seeing more women going to the workforce, and are think- seeing
0: You are seeing, and that also has increased the fact that there are more stay-at-home dads.
2: There right. definitely
0: are, and I see that a lot on TikTok, too. Like, I've seen, like, people are like, yeah, like, the, and there's this guy specifically, he's, like, running around the house in the morning, just, like, he puts her jacket on her, he gets her coffee, he, like, gets her car started, he opens her door, like, all this stuff, and he stays home, and he's, like, you know, during the day doing laundry and all this stuff, and it's, like, a sped-up version of all of that, but, like, like that, I mean, realistically, that is an option, but he's sacrificing just as much as she sacrificed if if like she were staying home
2: yeah so like i don't think it's necessarily like a it's more so an exception to the rule than a than a rule itself like regardless of of what it is so like you know of course there's women in the workforce and of course there's men that stay at home and they're both valuable in, in many ways but it's like um i think there is a s- sort of like slow progression towards the understanding that like the larger majority of statistics will show that like you know women prefer to be at home and men prefer to be in the workforce am i am i like completely I off you disagree yeah sure i mean that
1: i mean i just don't like to define roles that much either to be traditional i don't define my role as traditional or not you know i can do anything and that's why i was kind of saying before that if I'm actually really loving something. I'm going to make the time for it if I'm passionate about it. I might let other things be sacrificed, things that fall by the wayside, but they're never anything that actually means anything to me. Yeah. Really deep down, I'm going after, you know, you can have that stay-at-home dad who is also pursuing a career because it's something he's passionate about. Or maybe he's just picking up knitting because he likes that too, you know? It depends on the person. I feel like you can't put people into such tiny boxes.
2: Yeah, and, and that might be, um, you know, a flaw in my, my like, uh, thought process that I didn't really look into, because I, I agree, I actually hate labels, I hate boxing things, that's the whole point of Ever-Changing Vibe is, like, no box, no limits, no, no like, restrictions, it's like, just do and say the thing that you need to say, um, so maybe I didn't even realize that I was creating more boxes by kind of, like, looking at that. Um but then i got to kind of like ask like what do you what what would your kind of like dream family look like or no family like just what is your dream I life honestly, future look like
1: i honestly like live by the fact that i don't live that far into the future like someone asked me where am i going to be in 5 years and i'm going to like tell you i couldn't fucking tell you honestly yeah, because we've had these i don't want to be in the future like yes i do have some wants and desires like i would love to have a family and we just talked about the other day. Move to Denmark or Sweden where the maternity and the care is actually really good.
0: Yeah, it's like two but years, I think, over there. You spend two that years could be home. five
1: years, ten years from now, and I'm not there for that. I'm here for today, this yeah. week, this month. What am I doing with the people that I care about today, this week, this month? And that's how I live my life.
2: I love that. Envious as fuck. Envious as
1: fuck. He's like, but. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, and, there's a but coming. Oh, no, no, no.
2: Trust me. And, and I'm going to get a lot of hate just saying this but uh do you think that's possibly a female privilege that you get to live Why do you for think today so? um because I think you know coming from my just my the past two months like everything that's really been stressing me out and in, in, you know creating anxiety has to do with like my future everything yeah that I, that, my, but that's that's your mindset I was gonna that's say can you. you tell
1: me what your future is for you well so, we kinda talked so about this.
2: i so. I need to I need to make a decision. Do I want to create or just continue with a sustainable, a risk-free and, and and a prosperous life that like I know I can support the at least myself, I could probably support a wife and maybe a kid or two. And then if that's the path I want to go, fine. I can go down that. I know I'm happy doing that. Then there's the other option where I can I have to risk a lot more. Um, things that you know I pursue in this 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 field is going to create a lot of uh, tension, a lot of uh, chaos, but the outcome could be greater. So I need to I need to make a decision between the two. Because I can't sacrifice... But also
0: the, that that chaos could also lead to a lot more freedom to be home with said family.
1: Well, why do you feel... Do you feel like you're preparing just in case to have a family? Like, is that just something you want? Or is that something that you've been conditioned to, uh, grown up with? That no, you- I,
2: I, I know I need a family. I know I need... Like, that's been... Like, yeah, maybe it was ingrained in my brain since I was an adolescent. But uh, it's something that I truly value and truly believe. And that's why... I, this decision is more important than just like, because I also have to think about like, all right, which career or which field is going to actually introduce me to the girl that I, you know, end up, you know, uh, marrying, and which girl is going to be the one that has my, you know, offspring or whatever. That was a very bad term for offspring? for ch- children. No,
0: no, I I prefer calling kids offspring versus calling them like children. Why? Well, and here's and here's why, because I think children. <laughs> You're coming out of your womb? (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, I didn't really think about it like that. That wasn't at all the way. That was not at all the way that I had thought about that. But like children to me, like I think people like are like so used to calling like, oh, you're acting like a child, like child and children now has like such a negative, can have like a negative tone to it that I'm like,
1: I don't, I don't. Well, can't you just change the definition of that word in your household? I mean, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah absolutely i feel like people get so caught up in what other people are doing right now that they can't even consider thinking about like themselves and what they want to do like you are creating the environment that is around you you surround yourself with your friends your family whether they're blood or not you're doing all the activities that you want to do so why does one word with no bad really? yeah but why does
0: offspring to you mean as coming out of your womb
1: Cause it just sounds like that coming off of somebody well, it's else. A, it's
0: like a docu. It sounds like a documentary thing.
1: It doesn't. It sounds very animal. Yeah,
0: animalistic. But I mean, we are. <laughs> we fucking are.
1: <laughs> I just hear like the guy with the accent. The goat had three babies. <laughs> offspring.
0: <laughs> the bear and her two
1: offspring. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for picking up accents where I lack. You're welcome. I got you. <laughs> I don't know. I never really thought like children.
0: I don't know. I I think I didn't have the the negative connotation until like more recently.
2: And what your, made that happen? I don't know. Your negative connotations towards children,
1: the just the name, like you're more so
2: towards the offspring. Alyssa's more towards offspring.
1: It is just like first instinct, I guess. Yeah. And, but I feel like you have a backing behind it because yeah. of something else. So what is? I that? don't. I
0: don't know. And I, I like was sitting here and I was like, why do I feel? Well,
1: that you, way? you did say that. You know, people say you're like a child or treat you're being a child. Yeah. Is that what you're feeling?
0: I think so. I think that's more towards like what. Do you I'm hear that thinking? to other people
1: or do you hear it to yourself? Because like I know someone that absolutely hates being called a child <laughs> or to be an adult. Like, (laughs) you just bring any of that into the sentence and it's gone. Nope. No more conversation. Shut down. Yeah,
0: total shut down. Yeah, I don't know. Um, You brought up a good point. Like, am I, like, saying that to myself? And I'm like, maybe I am. And I don't realize, like, the situations that, like, I'm actually, like, having that dialogue with myself.
1: I have such a guilty conscience. Like, that's why I say I'm a goody two-shoes to everybody is because I'm always constantly thinking about what I'm doing and, like, what I'm saying to myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm only more like that when I'm meditating more. I'll only notice my own dialogue when I'm meditating. You'll miss it with the
1: silence. You'll miss it, I swear.
0: No, like, I mean, genuinely, like, I already, like, look, not meditating. I'm already, like, I really should get back to meditating. But I don't want to get back to the meditating because I know... That, like, I have to sit with myself, and I don't want to do that right now, because I'm not really proud of the, the, the person I, that I'm being at the moment. I so
1: get that, though. That's because, I, I mean, I'm going through that myself, and just trying to sit with myself, but I feel like you just have to take, like, one sentence at a time, and, like, talk yourself out of that. Like, you were talking right. about the... What book were you reading?
0: Atomic Habits?
1: Was it, there was four or five. Oh, Coming Alive.
0: Coming Alive. Coming Alive, So, yes. there's, there's, like, four tools. Yeah. And it's kind of,
1: like, calming your anxiety, your stress. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. They do touch upon that like a lot in the book. Like you're basically like just trying to hone in on like what is giving you so much anxiety about the situation that you can't really like think straight. So you have to like focus. They have you focus on like basically something else.
2: Well that's what
1: I feel like it helps for me because I know myself and I'm a very anxious person. I have anxiety. So if I use methods that work for my anxiety they also work for like those negative thoughts or those problems when I'm sitting with myself and I'm like why am I doing this to myself or Mm -hmm. how do I feel like that why
0: yeah yeah like I said my alter ego her fucking name's Patricia we don't like Patricia Patricia blacks out and takes me fucking home when I don't even fucking know it so we don't like Patricia she's a fucking (laughs) she's a slut and I
2: mean she really is a slut (laughs) do you think Patricia's still around or do you oh, think that's oh. more so like a past version of yourself?
0: Oh, no. Patricia is very much still here. Yeah, Patricia's Do you not still have here. an alter ego? Yeah, no, Patricia is still here.
2: Um, <laughs> Wally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Wally, like, my. Oh, here. If you don't mind. No. It's time to. Do, 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 do. You guys get what that reference is from? No. Really? Sorry. Oh this is definitely not the show for that. <laughs> this is not the crowd, sorry. That's a Yu-Gi-Oh reference, which oh, yeah. the premise of Yu Gi Oh is like there's uh uh Yugi and Yami. Yami is like the alter ego that's like of Yugi. The the he's the Egyptian guy who like whenever it's time to play a game, he comes out of, oh. of Yugi, the the child. Right. And um that's kind of how I see Wally. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: you touched upon that in I think uh, episode six on ECV. Fuck, really? I think you touched. I can't listen back. No, <laughs> I, I think I think cringe. I think you did because you were talking about something like you. You're like, oh, I very much want to like keep Wally because like you know X, Y, and Z. But I also think that like it helps me kind of differentiate between like like talking about things and then actually doing those things. Like Wally will go out and do those things. or like. I may not necessarily do
2: those things. Is that how you use him? Uh, (laughs) Use him? Nah, that's me. (laughs) Um, You
1: you use Wally.
2: Yeah, yeah. so um, (sighs) lately because, uh, and I've talked about this on my show and I think I've talked about it on on Table Talks as well, but um, I love confronting the things that I'm uncomfortable about. That's why he
0: leaves the silence for a little while and that's why I had to do so much editing for fucking episode three. So okay, much. No, dead, that's just because I'm bad
2: at podcasting, but I'm getting better, especially no, as a producer. No,
0: you, there were so many times I remember recording that night, and you just would look at me, and I'm like, I got I got nothing. I thought you were going to keep talking. Hold
2: up. Hold up. I blame you on that one because I said this is your show. I so know. Got- <laughs> I know you do. I know you say that.
0: That's why I was like, oh my God. I'm like, fuck. Like, I'm like, I don't got nothing to go off of. What the fuck? And I, like, that's why I had to cut a lot because we were just yeah. sitting there, like, staring at each other, and I'm like, I got nothing. I'm not here right now. It's when
1: you just cut in with like the most random question. I
0: know, I know. But I'm not prepared. In space, yeah, right. out yeah. Underworld. <laughs>
2: Mermaids, unicorns. But Wally to me is a lot like the the guy who's playing the Yu-Gi-Oh game. Um and also like here's a here's a good way. Uh this probably will be out after. I think it's episode 14. Do you remember the big quote from that episode? It was you I think and so. Adam. And uh, my cousin started off the show. I don't remember that night very well. That was my big. So that's when you guys showed
0: up tipsy. And then I was also got really tipsy in the studio. Yeah. I mean,
2: (laughs) that's the night that like we don't talk about. Um, Oh, you already have. We have two. (laughs) Alyssa, sorry. You're the new co host, but I'm the new best friend. It's just like.
1: It's okay. I hear the (laughs) backstory. Yeah, she knows it all. I'm the best friend. She She knows it
2: all. <laughs> you can this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: Battle of the Co hosts. Oh my <laughs> Oh, see, that's that's just fucking entertainment. Um, no, Wally Wally was the creation of Wally allowed me to put myself out there for the first time.
0: Yeah, and the creation of Wally for him too, so you know more is so that way because he is a teacher, he doesn't want his name on some of the things that he wants to talk yeah. about so he uses an Why? alter ego. Why? Well, because, because the, I'm a teacher. Yeah, the school systems are, you know, trash.
2: And and you can't have a personal life. It was it also <laughs> was like my first uh, you know, time networking. It, like by putting mm. myself out there in in credit Jared Carroll, uh, he was one of the first people that like DM'd that account and was like this is really cool, man. And from there, I mean, so many other things blew up. And it, that account actually started as a gaming account. Mm-hmm. And I just realized I don't have a passion for gaming. I don't really have a passion for video editing. And I didn't really want to keep doing that. So eventually I found this. But um, I still kind of like live through both. But um, going back to like the, you know, confronting the uncomfortable is like I found that I need to continue to use Wally. is going on? You got to pee. I mean... Are we gonna do this? All right, Alyssa. you. It's, it's time to fucking get to know you, huh?
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat.
2: Um, I think. Well, technically, I was still talking, so let me finish being in the hot cut you seat. Off.
1: Go ahead. And then, <laughs> you have the stage.
2: Oh, I'll cut you off. Don't worry. That, a will, mansplain. Have, that will not happen. <laughs> not
1: here. No, thank you.
2: Oh, this is fun. Um, I, I even forgot. Oh, so I started as Wally as, a, as a Wally gaming account. It, it didn't really work out, but like a, until. Like, literally this past week, I haven't really put myself out there on my own account. And then I really started to put myself out there on my personal page. I started to share my stuff with my Instagram page. And I'm either getting no feedback, which is fine. I mean, I can only, like, I can assume that maybe... Some of the no feedback is just like, oh, just okay, whatever. It's just a random person. The same way I click through Instagram, some of that no feedback is like, oh, what a fucking loser. Who who do you think he is? I've done this too, so I, I don't I don't blame you. I think it's more of like an envy thing. Like, oh, you're actually pursuing a a weird passion. Oh, wow, good for you. So
1: always one of those people. Oh, <laughs> Love I,
2: your haters. I I know. I well, haters will usually give you feedback, and then um. And then I got, you know, just like – I guess I haven't really gotten enough negative feedback, and, you know, I've been – so right now I, the main thing is, like, Instagram. So I scroll through three different Instagram profiles, which is my personal, my Wally, and my ever-changing vibe, which is just the studio one. Um, and I'll post differently on all of them, and what I'm trying to slowly kind of, like, gear to is either going – Fully into the Wally and just deleting my personal, or eventually deleting the the Wally and then just kind of like emphasizing the personal is the okay. Same.
0: From a algorithm perspective, did you look at your views from your personal to your Wally to your ever changing vibes? Wally got the least.
2: Yeah, I know it's because I don't do anything with the Wally page. That's why it's probably and it wasn't until like last week that I kind of started to pay more attention to it Mm. um but like that's kind of when I even started to consider that I'm gonna delete Wally instead of my personal yeah my my game plan for months and months and months have been I'll eventually delete my personal and move into this and now I think I'm kind of gonna do the opposite yeah weird I know it's a good thing yeah I do too
0: Mm. Like, I think alter egos are great, but I think they're better on a personal level or, like, you know, making jokes like, oh, my God, that was fucking Patricia when I blacked out. Uh, That was
1: my thing. I think it's more like that. When you create another person and an alter ego, it's kind of like it's defending something. Yeah. Whether it's because you don't want to, you know, have your person known, if you want to say something you don't think would be perceived well, whatever the case may be, you're kind of protecting that by the other.
2: Well, college, I had... uh, james was my alter ego but it was more like a drunk alter ego so it was like yeah
0: no like my like my patricia like my patricia started after my like four-year relationship ended and i like patricia man she that bitch took over and went fucking wild for quite some time
2: <laughs> quite See, that's some why time. Like,
0: but I- it's not but i she's also that's still a part of who i am not just in the past but like When I find myself even like in those negative thought patterns and processes, that is still Patricia because that's still those like neural pathways that were ingrained for the last fucking three years of my life.
1: I don't think you're using it in a bad way either. You're using it so that you can say, you know, this is what she did and kind of get it outside of yourself. I feel like people don't look internally enough and say, well, I made that mistake, you know, or I did something that I didn't really... Um, agree with at the time yeah I do now yeah and
0: like and I like like you said I think it really helps me to like be like no that was Patricia we don't we don't like her and then it's like okay but why don't we like her and I I can take that outside of myself and then like reflect be like okay so I don't like that because x y and z and
2: then I can internalize that and work on it that makes a lot more sense and I actually can kind of back that is like don't use an alter ego how I use, for example, James. Like, mm. don't use an alter ego to be not accountable for your actions. Right. These are yeah. still your actions. Yeah.
0: No. That's why I, that's not <clears throat> the way at all that I use mine.
2: Which is why, like, I can still enjoy and still use Wally. And in, in the the quote from Episode fourteen that I was getting at was, "I'm undeniable." Mm, like, yeah. "I'm undeniable" was a Wally quote for sure. But it's like, it's helped me, Brandon, in my. Yeah daily life, my, you know, business being like, you know, the whole podcasting thing and my networking.
1: I just lightbulbed. I'm sorry. Are we, can we go like, are our alter egos like to replace our imaginary friends when we were younger? Because that's kind of oh what my they god. What?
2: Oh my god! I gotta have a button for this. What's going oh on? Oh my
0: god. That's, wow, that's I never huge. really
1: uh, That's what I thought when you were just talking about This is about, why I, I was wanted like, her as that my person. co-host. You have an imaginary friend as a little kid, maybe you're scared of like under the bed and that imaginary friend fights off those things and we kind of have an adult version or someone we can separate from ourselves. Oh my God. That's I
0: used like to be either jealous. that's either like the stronger person or the, the you know more drunk person or like as we got older, that's like how we differentiate them. But like back then, yeah. like your imaginary friend was like, you know, the the braver person. They were always like the your imaginary yeah. friend was always like the braver friend if you think about Say it. Say hi to everybody.
2: Yeah. yeah. And then and then you were able to step well, into that. No, no, so no, like no, no. Not me. No. No, I um I think my brother had an actual like they they have tied in like high IQ levels to people with imaginary friends. And I think people with imaginary friends can literally see like, or That's like can like really they, interact. Like, like their imaginary friend is someone outside of them. And I think you're right. It still ties into you. I think it still becomes the <laughs> ego. But me, I remember like literally right away. Cause I recognized like my brother had an imaginary friend and I always looked up to him and my parents even referenced it a couple of times. And I made up imaginary friends and I never understood what like I knew I was always lying to myself. I would even be alone and and just try and try and try to protect what I'm seeing in front of me and like really try to create an imaginary friend. But it was never there. And I think more so, and this is why it still ties into your your point. Like imaginary friends just become um, your your uh, alter ego is because I think I just didn't find that friend, that imaginary friend. I didn't find it until my adult life, which now I address it as my alter ego. Right. But if I if I found Wally when I was a kid, that would have been my imaginary friend. That would have been the 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 person that I look up to, the person that I uh, become in those crazy moments that I'm too scared to to do myself is like right. now I'm Wally on the playground. I get to push the girl on the swing. Ha ha ho, Wally's pushing that girl. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's that's I I think that's a really like wow moment because it, it is like I thinking about it I'm like yeah like my, I had great imaginary friends but they were always like uh, they were always braver than me they were smarter than me they were always no I don't
1: remember if I did I don't remember maybe my parents can give me that shout out I have no idea yeah I, I
0: specifically have like two memories in my head but it was when I was in Florida and I was like very strange
1: you had, you had your are you an only child or do you have siblings
2: <laughs> I am a middle child yeah, honey. <laughs> I just had to ask. Oh, More oh, curiosity out oh, of oh. Let me, let me add to this. Also, a Taurus. I know we said it off air, but I just feel like you can roll with that one.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel like the females listening to this show could probably just roll with it, or anyone that's I, really I, into astrology. Just knows a <laughs> yeah, everyone just yeah. All
2: right. I know it's your show, and and I'll <laughs> do this on my show too. I promise, but. Can, can someone, like, can I get a girl's perspective on, like, what is a Taurus? Because every single time it gets brought up, they're like, oh, what are you? I'm a Taurus. I know that. And I've used horoscopes and stuff in my daily life. It helped me through, like, a couple months, one time after a breakup, whatever. Like, I understand about it. And, and, like, I do, I don't necessarily, like, believe in it. Like, I believe in, you know, like, a religion or, or whatever. But I do... I'll have you read your characteristics when we're I done. Have a, I have a very like, valuable uh, connection with it. Like, I do believe there there is something there. Do I know how much? All I know is, regardless, I always get the response, uh yeah <laughs> or so like oh, oh yeah i get different tones but i the same response always especially from girls is oh. yeah
0: when i i didn't know he was a taurus until i think a couple weeks ago we were standing in okay. the garage and i was yeah. like oh that makes a lot of sense
2: oh my god I, I, and i was so like can we talk it about just, it, it just, so what is a taurus what what well, why was that your reaction or Alyssa. Well, listen, I have a lot of experience with Tauruses. I
0: think I've dated like four of them. Can we Stop like, giving so, we me just a bad stop, name. Wait, can I'm we sorry. just stop
1: for a second? Correct me if I'm wrong, but they are based off of, like, Gemini is based off the twins. So do those characteristics start there? Because when I look up Gemini, for example, which I am, a lot of things I vibe with, but some of them I'm just like, absolutely not. Yeah. Do you get the same with Pisces? Yeah,
0: absolutely. There's definitely some things like within my like horoscope or like even daily or like the characteristics that I'm like that's not me. But you have to remember like your horoscope is not just one horoscope like you're not just a Taurus based on the time you were born where you were born all that thing you have an entire chart like you have an entire natal chart that backs all all parts of who you are so like my Venus is in Aquarius and the only reason I know this right now is because I simply was literally looking at this yesterday and that means like so my the way that I love is very much the way that an Aquarius is going to love so I'm not going to love someone the way that a Pisces loves like I'm not very yeah Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that does not vibe with me at all (laughs) for unknown reasons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, and there was something specifically like yesterday. I was like looking at it and I was like, Oh my God. I was like, That's wow. Oh, I was like, I do do
1: that. Is that the star chart? Like, the, The, the that's what you're, yeah, that's
0: your natal chart. Like, that's like they, they, it walks you through like, Based on the time you were born and your location,
1: um, cut it right there. I was born on a Monday in the morning. I
0: was born, yeah. I think I was a Sunday morning baby. I was, I was seven twenty-one in the morning, and then I was, I was on, you know, an Air Force base. So, um, so it depends. So, like, but that it depends. Like that works out based on where the stars are. Like you, your whole chart is where the stars were at currently, like when you were born.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know my feelings about horoscopes. I don't use them as often. I typically use like the, you know, Gemini traits more than anything right. than the horoscopes because I don't. Someone is writing them at the end of the day. I yeah. know it can be somewhat accurate, but I do feel like, for me, it's more of like a joy. Like if I know I've had a good or a bad day, I'm gonna check my horoscope. Yeah. Just to oh, see if I yeah. was right. To, oh yeah. Just I don't.
0: To see. I don't look at the hor. I don't look at the horoscope in the morning. I look at the horoscope at night because I'm like, oh, I had a good day, and then I'm like. Well, did my horoscope say I was gonna have a good day? And and sometimes it it does, and then other times it's like you're gonna have a lot of conflict today. And I was like, the fuck you talking about? I mean, I had some road rage, but like not like that. Well,
1: that's why I feel like it's not so specific because someone's writing that to somebody else that is feeling that way, but it's not specific to like a Gemini or a Pisces.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So so some you want some Taurus characteristics here?
1: I've heard loyal and like level headed, but I don't
0: level headed. Not. So what a cave.
1: That's a lie.
2: I like all the good the good things. What else what other good things do I got? Uh, I don't
1: actually I know about Gemini Pisces. The people that are around me, like stubborn aquarius. Uh
0: stubb uh (laughs) Tauruses are very stubborn. Yes. Very stubborn. I told you I've dated fucking four of them. (laughs) Uh like practical, reliable, stability and security, both uh material and emotional, very high value. That's what they say. Taurus, Taurians place a high value very high value on stability and security.
2: High value, and yet I got called a vanilla alpha. I laughed. So a- <laughs> I died in the car, Alyssa. I mean, it's first time in the studio, but you know, I wanted to like you, and I did until you said that. But it's fine, it's not your fault. It was it's your, just the it's way just I, your I loved take.
1: The word vanilla alpha, yeah, yeah. I also didn't agree with your alpha. I'm sorry, that's fine.
0: That's fine. He didn't either. That's fine. I was like, people aren't gonna agree. Uh, it says kind heart, stable temperament. Never met a Taurus with a
2: stable fucking that is a temperament. Lie. And that that's is such a lie. lie.
0: Constant Wait, devotion. I've a... had two Tauruses cheat, so that's also determined to lie. God.
2: Sorry. What's a stable temperament mean? And why do you disagree?
1: Well, like I, I think... you don't
2: lose your you don't lose your cool. Like you're not hot headed. Like stable not even temperament. That, but like, like just
1: constantly there. You're there for the people that you're around. You're in your life helping other people. Because.
2: So so I like that definition but when I heard stable temperament I thought it was more like consistent temperament like yeah you're going to you're going to be a bull in a china shop but like don't put me in a china shop that's
0: Oh okay. I'll be
2: unstable if I'm not stable. within your vi- environment. Right.
0: And maybe maybe yeah. maybe I, maybe understand I just uh, maybe I just took that, it wrong.
2: Maybe I just took it wrong. Yeah. I'm not the girl I'm or I mean I'm sorry I'm not the astrologer.
0: <laughs> well it says steady and sturdy. Uh, uh, no, they've been pretty flaky.
2: Um, don't put
1: your biased in here. Listen, We're giving a
2: definition. Fucking, yeah, because you had, hey, hey, maybe maybe we should read yours and look at the reasons why you kept picking the wrong person.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. I can look at those. I know exactly why. Oh, <laughs> like you don't think that? that I have not fucking gone through my horoscope and
2: been like. Oh, that's why you picked all the. I think any girl them.
1: likes astrology has. They're like, do our signs go together? Oh, fuck, no, they don't.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. Uh-uh. And, and then what do you guys do? What is your response? If you look at the two signs and you Typically, go, I go, oh, well, that's
0: full of shit. And then I get in the relationship and I'm like, wow, it's really not fucking full of shit. I can um, tell that
1: it's true, but I try not to put like too much value into it because at the end of the day, that is a person that I care about and see all the attributes the day in, the day out, the bad, the good. Yeah. So it's more like,
2: a, like you allow it to be a hindsight thing. Like if it worked out good, you can look at it in hindsight and be like- Okay, so they were wrong.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's... This-
2: or the opposite. If it turns yeah. out bad, you can look at it and be like... Well,
1: see, in hindsight,
2: right. should have listened.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that is, because yeah. I don't put too much weight into... Like, I'm not hardcore into astrology.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely am. What are you so. hardcore into?
1: Uh, I'm a quitter. <laughs> 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 hardcore into quitting. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But I pick up a lot of hobbies, so like mm. singing, piano, drawing, uh, books, oh my manga, anime, comics.
2: This is, we'll talk off air. I got some good things for you. Um, cool. But also, hey, ladies out there, if you're listening for some Caller Daddy advice, I got some for you. Oh they, they always say, spitter or quitter, be a quitter sometimes, just more lube. Don't be, don't be a quitter. Coming from the ladies, don't be a quitter. Or that. But be, be, comfortable. Hey, you know what?
1: be comfortable. I'm going be
2: comfortable. Be comfortable also? That was you had the toxic shit. <laughs> I promise you, by the point the guy comes, he doesn't care if you spit or quit. <laughs> he doesn't care. No, he, doesn't he don't
0: give two goddamn shits.
2: He'll find a way to like make what you do even better. So like if you spit. He'll be like, oh, well, she's just sloppier. Hell yeah. And if you swallow, he's like, mm-hmm, she's a she's a keeper. Like, regardless. Why
1: is that? Why is she a keeper?
2: Because we're guys. We don't, we don't, we're just There's very no logical. Behind it. You just, just
1: said that he wouldn't care one way or the other. So why does it matter?
2: My point was, it doesn't matter. Because you like.
1: You just said that she was a great girl for like swallowing.
2: Yeah. And why? she's also a great girl for spitting making the time more fun. They're both great. It doesn't matter what you do. That's that's my that's my point. It doesn't matter what you do. We both we enjoy everything. That that's women are born with value. Men have to create value. That's the fresh and fit motto. Or maybe not. Sorry if fresh and fit you disagree. Sorry. Whatever. But that's kind of like how I'm slowly learning how to interpret the world gender wise is like women are born with value men have to create the value and that's how relationships become balanced is like you know you're already a valuable woman the man creates the value and then you seek that person and that's why there's they uh what is the word for it and i'm, I'm just blanking on like something i've used since middle school um they're not on your level kind of like,
1: like the maturity level
2: Maturity is definitely one of those levels, but like, just like, you know, like, oh, that's a dime. Yeah, she's way, she's way above your league. League, league, your league, league. League, is, league, is the word I was looking for. Okay, that's that's how leagues are established. Is like, yeah, women are born with value, different values, of course, but like, those different values are the same to the men who have to create the values at different levels, different leagues. So like, you'll find a wo- a beautiful woman at this league. Who is comparable to this league, and I think there those are very interchangeable. We don't need to dive into that at all.
1: Can I have your opinion, Jocelyn?
2: Wow, Oh I no. not
1: I, I, I mean, have to why, hear first. <laughs>
0: that's why I'm sitting. That's why I'm sitting here like very quiet, and I'm like really like in my head, kind of like. Is it is it like a
2: disagree? Like you disagree well, with what
0: i don't I'm I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Do I disagree? Do I agree? I'm like sitting here. I'm like, I mean, like I can. See like see and understand your point, but like, uh, I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with it.
1: I do think that's kind of where I don't agree with it personally. I do feel like you're back in the box section. But hell yeah, why, why do women are women born with value? Can we go over that, please? Why are women born with value and men are not?
2: I because can't I articulate I, it well
1: because and, I'll I disagree with
0: especially that part of it
1: the guy I'm currently seeing
0: is like, we are having a boy. Like if I'm getting married and I have, I'm have, i having a boy because boys have value. You carry a name. From the day you are born, you carry a name. Women do not. Women do not carry a name.
1: You mean so you get killed. If you were born a woman, you're getting killed off yeah, you because you can <laughs> not do
0: you can't, the legacy. You can't hold a legacy. So that's why I'm like, I don't necessarily think I agree with that because I think, I think men, Feel as if they have to create value, but that's because you're trying to live up to your last name or make it better.
2: I, I totally agree with that. That's
0: it. That's it. I, it's a mental thing.
2: Yeah. Does
1: that come from fathers though?
2: Oh, 100%. Again, I, right, go, so I bring it back clear. to like, and this is kind of like, this is the most controversial thing I'll say is like, literally men operate off of logic women operate off of feeling or emotion well and I say this
0: simply because if you give a guy a situation that's like going wrong and you just want to vent it out this is why they they say like always go to your women like always go to your women friends if you just want to like vent something out because your guy is going to come up with a solution in 0.5 seconds not just listen to you talk it out he's going to come up with a solution and and move on from it after he's come up with a solution that's it he's never thinking about it again right it's just true I agree. Yeah. Like you I said was,
1: that. I, yeah. That's what we like about our relationship. You know, we talk yeah. about how we always ask if you have the capacity for venting. Yeah. Yeah. To talk about something or what do you need right now? Do you want advice? Do you want us to just listen and take notes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was something that I loved. I loved it. The night that I texted you and Trisha and I was just like SOS and you were, you immediately called me and you were like, all right, babe, what's going on? What do you need? I'm here. And I, I just was like, I don't know what I need. And I just remember starting to talk and you were like, okay, so now that I take a pause are like, what do you want from me? Do you want a vent? Do you need advice or do you just want
2: support? And- I, I give you a huge shout out. I, again, don't know if it was table talks or my show, but you the first time you explained that to me was definitely while recording. Mm-hmm. The 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 little like negotiations, probably the wrong word, but like whatever system it's just you like guys check in, oh, yeah, check in It's, check-in. a it's literally just the, a check in. The check in that you guys have created and established between the friend group is something that I think everyone should really start doing, and and I really think as. Much as I believe, like, guys are more logical, girls are more emotional. Of course, there's exceptions. Don't get mad just yet. I'm still explaining. <laughs> I think she's I, ready to take your box out. No, no, but I I, <laughs> I really think that, like, it doesn't matter if it's uh, a group of girls that are friends, a group of guys that are friends, a co ed group of friends. That system that you guys have in place, where it's like you guys have to or you guys already kind of know to preface, like yeah, here's the SOS. Use, I
0: use the situation of Snapchat. I was like, this is why Alyssa and I love Snapchat because we always are like, hey, incoming rant, uh, I need advice, uh, I just need to vent it out, or like, I just need your support to kind of just be like, yeah, okay, okay, I hear you, yeah. Like, I understand you, whatever. And I was like, we love that because in Snapchat, you can send that one video that's like, hi, I'm about to rant and I need your advice. And, and then it's like you don't click to the next one, you just exit out. It so, gives
1: space for the other person. So if they don't have that capacity yeah. that day, like I don't have to look at a Snapchat if I'm having a busy day and I don't. You just don't have the I mental. Yeah, you don't have the mental capacity. To it.
2: Exactly. You know what I think is the most valuable part of that is not that like the person receiving those snaps or those texts can decide whether or not, it's that I feel like, so you gave the example, you send a Snap kind of prefacing with, a, uh, you know, I, I need a vent and I need some feedback here. When you saw that, you closed it and left the other ones on red or not red or whatever it yeah, is, Yeah, they're whatever. just unopened. Unopened. I think a lot, of especially in today's society, like when we see an unopened thing for a long period of time, we're like, oh no. And I've been seeing it all the time. Like even when I'm texting people, I'm trying to like figure out the studio and I'm scheduling every single person and people are getting... Not frustrated, but like I get, I get like three or four texts in a row about like the studio, like when when can I come? When can, it's just like be, I already told you, just be here when you can be here. Send me a text on your way. That's all I need to know.
3: Yeah, like
2: the the follow up text is is like bogging me down, and I think by having this little system in place it avoids that because yeah. like you could also know she's not reading it because she needs she's, she's, she's not ready to read exactly it. She, yeah. did, she
0: doesn't have the capacity to give me any advice She's so, like, look I'm already trying to give myself advice with the fucking bullshit I'm going through like I can't give you advice or like I just like I had a really long day it was really stressful at work and all I want to do is go home disconnect disassociate and not have to worry about a goddamn thing so yeah it just I think I think it in short, like it's just showing compassion for someone else.
1: That's what I Because say. I
0: want that same thing in return.
1: And it's space for the other person, for yeah. each other, and you guys understand that you have lives, right? That's exactly. a big understanding for us. Like we know that you're not by the phone all the time. Like you're folding laundry, you're running with the baby, like exactly. everything going on in your life. And so when we get a snap like that, you know, oh disclaimer, yeah, okay, I know if I want to read it or if I don't. If I'm with the right people or I don't, and if mm-hmm. it's really that important, she'll S O S me.
0: Yeah, I like I'll I will I'll S O S. Like I sent a few snaps and I wasn't getting any reaction from either her or Trisha. And I was I was like, all right, text SOS because at this point their lives are clearly so busy that like they're not going to look an open snap. That's a totally different app to kind of go into and have yeah. to open a visual thing. But if you get an SOS, you instantly are like, yo, what the fuck? What's I up? I got
1: out of the shower, no towel before I freaking <laughs> called your ass. <laughs> What's <laughs> going on? Standing in my living room like, okay,
0: breathe. What do you need? <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I don't like, and I I just like spilled instantly. And then you're like, okay, so what do you want? Do you want advice? Do you want to just vent and, or do you just need support and like, just like.
1: And follow up questions. I feel like a lot of times people miss asking the other person questions to help them guide their themselves. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And that's why I said I was, I like, I instantly was like, I don't really know. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. And then I was like, I think I just want to like vent. But like, I also know that like, I need your advice To, like, kind of support me through this. And in that moment, I had said that I needed all three, pretty much. I needed your advice. I I needed to just, like, get everything that, like, was, whatever was in my brain going on, out. And then I also needed, like, some support and some guidance along the way. Yeah.
1: And I asked which order you needed that in. Yeah. Because my advice doesn't always have to go first. Or your vent doesn't have to go first. You know, you could get unbiased advice first and then go in for it. Yeah, especially
0: because, like, in, in that situation, you already knew... Like, the background of that relationship and the things that had already happened and, you know, in the fact that, it, like, it was over. Like, and this person was coming back. And it's like, okay, well, I need your advice on this because, like, it's it's yeah. just needed. Yeah. I feel
1: like we, we push into each other's lives but at a limit. There's a boundary still. Absolutely. And I still keep going back to the people, other people having space, but I feel like that is not said enough, especially Mm -hmm. just even daily interactions. How many times do I get a follow-up email at work or 10,000 phone calls from the same customer? You know, everyone's so quick to keep moving and have that text answered when I'm just folding laundry. I'm doing something else and I'll get back to you as soon as I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think this whole like fast-paced culture has kind of made us lose like the compassion for the fact that. People have lives.
1: You couldn't even get me on the phone back, back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. No. Like, Yes, yeah, yeah. because
2: women were not allowed to talk, but that's... No cell Total, total <laughs> joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, this the little conversation is like, I really want to help understand my own perspective of how I've been handling relationships in my current life. And Jocelyn and I have talked about it on some of the previous episodes and everything. Um, But a lot of it is, like, I kind of got too comfortable, I think, with, like, just being, like, you know what? I know what's important. I know as humans and as, you know, people, whatever, like, I don't need to respond right away. You don't need to respond right away. Whatever, like, we have lives. Like, even if I see the text, I don't have to respond right away to the text. I just don't feel like I'm in a mental place to text back. But, here's the big but, this is kind of limiting a lot of my potential interactions with relationships. I don't explore. I don't see what happens. And I'm wondering if you even have a take on this or have any kind of feedback for people who are doing something similar where they're like, I'm trying to be present. I'm trying to stay away from my phone because we know how addictive phones can be. I'm trying to stay away from social media. I'm trying to, like, make sure I'm in the right mental place because, like, that's the best way to enter a relationship is when you're good, but also not push people away or not miss out on opportunities.
0: Well, okay, so here's my thing. I think your mental thought processes, I'm gonna miss out on opportunity. I'm gonna tell you right now, you will never miss anything that is meant for you. Real truth. You never will miss anything meant for you. And Brandon, you are very career oriented right now. You have no space for a woman, nor a relationship. You are, you do not value yourself.
3: So what a cafe.
0: Yep. You do not value yourself yet enough. To have the woman that you envision sharing your life with.
1: Okay, I don't know you. As
2: Ouch! Well. <laughs> wow! Ouch! Sorry, that no. was too harsh. That no, was too harsh. It was, it was not too harsh.
0: harsh. You said it to me in the car. I am very career oriented right Children. now. Children. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. Even but you're saying I don't moment. value
2: myself. I value myself. I know how great okay, I can be. Okay
0: you know how great you can be but you know you are not there yet. So I think right. you're right. I think that might have been a harsh take. You're it's not that you don't value yourself. It's just that for you mentally you're not where you want to be in order to have the relationship and the things that you want.
2: Right. So do I need to wait until I feel like I'm there or do I need to help allow a girl into my life to get me there?
0: I think you're looking for it too hard. I think you just got to let it I let can it see flow. That. Let it just flow. Like, do what you got to do daily, and the right girl is going to come into your life doing what you do normally.
2: Hmm. Are they?
1: I do agree to an extent. I mean, obviously, those people that meet often, like, Italy on a trip. Yeah. But those are things that are meant to happen in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. You won't miss her.
1: I... You
2: won't miss her. Yeah, but I don't know. In... in- And especially in today with social media and the way everything works. And I'm, I've so far been pretty good at not burning bridges. In fact, keeping at least like mutual splits or whatever it is, uh, even girls that I just, you know, merely talk to. I think if I did miss something there, I'm not finding it back. Like, like there's definitely people that I've met already that I've missed out on and that, that I've missed and I think it's because
0: that's your thought process about it though you think you're missing out on something because you built this entire persona of this person and what you wanted out of them and that relationship so yeah but really- well, why is
2: wally to podcasting not the same as Brandon to relationships. If if Brandon really does care about this, and I, I'm taking like a weird third person like view. I think on this. sometimes that's the best way to go about it if you want to get to the root problem. So, so, and and I've had this this breakdown myself, and I want to see what your possible feedback could be. So, what is Brandon to relationships different from Wally to podcasting? Passion. Passion. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I mean, I. I 100% agree because I am that person that will absolutely respond in your my head to your text and then shut my phone off <laughs> because I like to be present. I'm away. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. But I will find the time somehow to get to those people. Like, I am the most forgetful person. I will not... I could go months without speaking to people I care about most, but... When I just think about them, I spend that and I go, okay, I'm gonna spend a five minute text out. Hey, how are you? What are you doing? Like I'm thinking five minutes, of them. It's like two. Well, I it's take five minute. minutes to text like my grandma and oh, my aunt,
0: right, and my uncle. All right, those that's <laughs> go fair. Go on, go on. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, those are fair because those are different. Those are like you said. Those are the like couple month interactions that you get.
1: Yes, but I guess my question to you is, what is your reaction when you get those texts? Like, what makes you turn your phone off?
2: Um, I often don't turn my phone off. I just. Turn it away. I turn away every text I get at first. And then... In a relationship? No, no. Just any of them? Okay, okay. I didn't know what we were... Like, when you texted me earlier, knowing that you're going to be at my house in a little bit, I was turning it away because I was like, you'll be at my house eventually, and I'll just see you, and I'll go go say hi. Um, I do that whether we're setting up a date, whether we're, like... um, my close friend who who gave me the chills today, based off of some feedback he said about one of my episodes. Um, shout him out. Go ahead, shout
0: I him think out. Right so? Now. Yeah, shout him out right now. You know what? Because
2: I, I'm I not, gonna really I'm not going story. to shout him out. I'm not going to shout him out. I'm going to shout out his show, the Grand Rising Podcast. It's only available on Caspok at, at the moment. We're I'm trying to help him get it out Hell there. Yeah. Um, but dude, this man's incredible, Eli. You've heard him on. Ever-Changing Vibes episodes 1 2 and 3 and a couple after that. Incredible human and
0: absolutely incredible human.
2: And Eli, if you are listening to this, dude, I'm referring to the text on August 9th. You are very valuable to everyone that you make contact with. Just I just want you to hear that.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: J- Jocelyn, you've like I mean, I you've been l- on I love Eli to Death. You've been on peace. core, and you've talked to him in person. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, this, this
0: human just, like, radiates, like, peace, love, and, like, just a, a genuine connection.
2: Like, he makes you feel bad about not doing more with your life in a, in such a good way. Oh, my God. Such a good way. You should really do that. Like,
0: I, I've been doing it on the bike or whatever, and I happen to just, like... Glaze over the fact that I was like, "Oh yeah, like maybe one day I'd love to do a triathlon." He's like, "Oh, so when are you buying the bike? When are you getting like some swim classes going?" And I think I had
2: that recorded.
0: I'm like, "Oh my god, what do you mean? Like, I mean, I just like, I don't know. I just was like,
2: I was just just thinking about it because he's thinking about it. Oh, perfect. You'll you'll ride the bike. I'll swim, and Brandon will run. I'm like, dude." You can swim. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. A <Yeah. laughs> little uh, bit of my comic side came out on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: but like he's just a genuinely very like amazing human. His being.
2: aura. Yeah. His oh aura. my
0: god. His. Someone did an what aura. Color? It'd be
2: fucking that bitch would be white as hell. His so nice and big and vibe. Yeah. Is literally the best. That's why he's been a part of he? anything that I've done and will forever be. Associated with me. Like, he went to uh, an engagement
0: party for a core. This man showed up in a goddamn suit and a fucking sombrero. I was like, I love this man. I love really, this man. He really? Yeah, he showed he up. He his own fire that same night. He left like 40 minutes-ish, 30 minutes after I showed up. So he went, he was there for the good portion of it. He got there right at like two, I think, from what from what Mike said. He got there right at two, and then he was there until, and I didn't get there until wow. 4.30. I think he left around 5, 5.30. Um, wow. And, I mean, but like, I tell you, like, this man is just—he will show up to anything and everything, and just bring you the best, best vibe, the best. He just like wants you. He like is the go-getter, opportunity chaser. Will say yes to everything. He is like the ultimate yes man.
2: He is, and and I'm taking this from a Daniel Tosh, uh, bit on one of his specials where he was saying like, "Oh, money can't buy you happiness." Have you ever rode a jet ski? You can frown the whole time. And then he, he he does it with his face, so it's audio, but, like, I start smiling as I pretend to ride a jet ski, mm-hmm. and, it, and that points out, like, the whole point of, like, a jet ski is, like, yeah, you can buy a jet ski, and you can, you'll smile, regardless if you've ever been on a jet ski, you know. It's so fun. Oh, my God, they are really fun. <laughs> it's just, like, a weird thing. It's, like, I have total control over this, and this is fucking a step. Yeah. That is Eli in person. Yeah. In the person,
0: that whole vibe. And if aesthetic. he is
2: in the same room, if you even know he's coming down the street, I swear the few times that I've invited him down to the studio, I was like, the smile grew on my face. I'm like, yo, Eli's on his way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think we were recording, I think we were recording ECV, I think, and then you, no, we were recording Table Talks, and you were like, oh, Eli's almost here, and then I think I wrapped up, and we ended that, and then Eli showed up, and we did the one from ECV that I don't think you
2: released. No, it's not a, so it wasn't an ECV, it was definitely like a, I literally just recorded the conversation. Okay. Okay. Um, I have plans, and I'll- That's all right, we can dive Eventually into that. go into all that.
0: Fair. All fair, that's fine. For sure. All right, so back to relationships. Sorry, we went on a total, like love love fest for Eli.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I I gotta like clip this whole like what what was it? That's like fine. No, no, no I'm, I
0: we're also gonna put his name in the description, and then I'm gonna
2: put all of his arts. Featuring
0: Eli, yeah, featuring Eli. Even though you're not here, brother, we love you.
2: Um, no, I really forget where we were at. Some with, uh, relationships and not answering like text messages. Oh yeah, so I don't. I know that's been a huge. Like, if I'm looking at it from a self perspective and I'm, like, trying to, like, figure out what I'm doing wrong, I know I need to do a little bit better. If I actually care. Like, do I? I do. I do. And I don't. You, you do because
0: you want that companionship. And I think everyone craves that companionship. We are humans. We crave that community. We talked about this. Like, that companionship, that one-on-one, that intimacy. But you're... You're not really, like, you don't really want it right now. Like, you want it because everyone, every human wants it, but you don't actually feel like it's has a place within the life that you have right now.
1: What do you feel like you're not fulfilling?
0: Myself. Bingo. You won't get the girl what? until- That was the fucking- You know why? <laughs> that was-
1: Listen. Don't nope. get upset.
0: You, you know why? <laughs> It's because of that Steve Harvey act like a lady think like a man book that I read. I don't
1: like Steve Harvey personally, but. but he
0: makes but he makes really good points in this book that like I have seen played out right right front in my eyes with relationships and other things. And he points out very like specifically like guys will think that they want. And know that they want a relationship or that like right now they're just playing. But it's like all of a sudden a switch flips for them that either at like this certain money cap or this certain promotion, this certain title, they're all of a sudden like, nope, that's it. That's exactly that's what I needed to feel like I was ready to be a person. I was fulfilled. I had value to offer to the spouse that I want to bring into my life. He, he and he talks about that, and, I, and that's why I'm like, you know, I can see why some of, you know, I look back specifically on my most recent relationship as to, like, why it didn't work out, he didn't feel like he had value, he repeatedly would say that within our relationship, like, oh, I don't feel like I have value, I don't feel like I have value, and it's because, you, like, he's like, oh, I'm just not fulfilled, like, in anything I do, like, it doesn't, it doesn't spark interest anymore, and, like, things like that, so, like, I look at that more specifically, and I'm like, all right, well, that's why, like, our relationship wasn't gonna work out. There were a lot of other fucking things wrong with it. But like that was something that like was an internal issue with him, meaning that like, yes, as much as he knew that I was a good girl and that, you know, he's like, oh, you're a great girl. Like I yeah, I could marry you, all this stuff, it was never going to be a priority because he was not fulfilled within himself. He didn't feel like he had value to offer to our relationship.
1: I love that. Yeah. And I and that's why
0: I say like, you know, I and that's why I, like and it's like oh like I'm not fulfilled and it's like okay well yeah like you're not fulfilled and that's why like bringing a girl into your situation is great because like you want to find a girl that like you can build with and things like that like I and I understand that but if you're not feeling fulfilled no matter what girl you bring into that situation you're not really going to build with her because like it's just not you you don't feel like you're bringing anything to the table or you're not bringing enough I don't even want to say anything but you just don't feel like you're bringing enough to the table. To give her the life that you have built in your head for that relationship.
1: I do feel like people rush into relationships way too quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do not doing that this time. Weird concept. (laughs) Fucking weird concept. Is it fucking great? I mean, no, it's not weird, but it's just it's it's foreign to me as a person because I am very much someone who rushes into relationships.
1: I mean, I'm not even talking from each to you know the next Mm -hmm. one, but even just when you decide to date. I mean, how early did you guys start dating and seeing your partners?
2: Could I, can I give you a nice little uh, example as into what you're saying? Like, you're rushing in, even if it's been a long time since you've dated, right? Is that where you're kind I'm of getting I'm asking at?
1: when. Like, I, I know for me, I spent a lot of time between, like, the high school age. Like, when I, <laughs> other people were partying, I was not. I was at home working on myself and dealing with being alone by myself. And I feel like that... Work really did well for me, not only to mature me, but to get me ready to be in a relationship where I have to talk to somebody and deal with their problems, their emotions, um, and go on a compromise.
0: It's like you learn to regulate your own self first so you could go into having those more, like, adult conversations. Yeah, you're not
1: chaotic about yeah. it. You're not going into that relationship with all the insecurities, and that can find its way into a conversation, even if you don't want it to, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: that
2: (laughs) (laughs) so my my uh relationship just to give us a little bit of a uh something to think about is like i went technically i think it was like three years before no more than that it it was probably like six years from girlfriend to girlfriend um i had dated plenty in between and and i've definitely talked about this on an episode episode two. I know I talked about it on episode two and plenty other places in between where like I've uh, confessed to the idea of like the love of my life, like the, the girl that I really fell for and the girl that I like, I still am in love with. I've like, if in case she's listening, it's like I'm in love with the girl that you were. Just during your just, relationship. Yeah. Just absolutely. to clarify. Um, not to say that I can't be uh what's the word? Uh persuaded to love the new you? Is uh, that what you're thinking? No. Okay. Temptress. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> tempted into loving you again. I I don't know. You you are fucking amazing in my life, and I and I love you. Whatever. Weird. Um. Uh, no, but my um most recent ex girlfriend, I guess you could say, technically only dated for like three months, and um, I know I went into that relationship like we met off a dating app, and it was fucking so much fun right away, like. Everything about her was awesome and all the flags were raised and I was like, I just kept looking at her. I'm like, you are the perfect person to kind of fuck around with. Like, that's who you are and that's who you should be. But then, because I hadn't been in a relationship in so long, I allowed those red flags to mean fun flags and fun flags are bad flags. And Yeah, this ain't six flags, bitch. This (laughs) sorry say that again this ain't
0: six flags bitch quote <laughs> but it- <laughs> the red the red flags do not mean come have fun at yeah. red flags no, no it means run
2: bitch right forrest gump that shit run
0: yeah
2: and i should have and i should have but and- also
0: i just want to like touch on one thing you said like i thought she was the perfect girl to fuck around with in your head you already established what that relationship was before it even really got started.
1: I like that. that. That is very valid.
2: And here's the guy's perspective. Yeah, it was, but she was also an awesome person and she had a good family and I liked being at her place and I liked hanging out with the people around her and I liked hanging out with her. Yeah. And I continue to like that. Fine. And I and I really do and on the off chance that she actually hears this episode and knows that it's actually her that I'm talking about. Um, you know, I really appreciate you. I, I think you were, you know, a very valuable point in my life and, and I have a lot to take away from that. In fact, I'd love to grab a coffee. All right. So, um, more real is like, I feel like I knew it all along and this is how guys are. We're tempted. Mm hmm. And girls are temptress. They know how to do, say, act the right way for the right amount of time. The thing is, I think all people. And I saw like for a meme. The
1: right amount of time. Yeah, I saw.
2: I saw. I, I saw, saw
1: all the red flags, but it was her.
2: <laughs> it was her, dude. She. I was ready to have kids.
1: Well, why was it her? If you knowingly went into that relationship with all the red flags, why did you continue? Because she was just such a fun person. Like, I don't feel like every relationship is set to be just a relationship. Like, you might enjoy your, the family that she has, the fun that she has, the activities she does, but not enjoy necessarily the relationship you guys have.
0: Yeah, because you decided
1: I, to make her a, a girlfriend versus just a friend.
2: Why are you saying it's the guy that decided that? I'm not... And I'm, she's totally, I mean, I'm, I'm not. But I'm, the way
1: you're talking about it, it makes it sound like you kind of made the was. decision. You're like, I saw all the red flags. Like hindsight's twenty twenty. That's great, but who actually made that decision? Because if you walked in there and said, "I see all the red flags," but I did it anyway, well,
2: I, I think, I think at first I did it anyway because I was just so ready to not be alone.
1: So and why, this is why can't so my own advice. that though? Why can't you just walk into uh, just anybody? Not even just guys. Why can't you just own that and say I'm not ready, but this sound, this sounds fucking fun,
2: and I don't want to be alone. So right this now. is my advice to guys: if guys are listening, don't. If you see those flags, if you see those things, not even guys. This goes for girls too, because sometimes we don't really jump miss those into red flags. it. Because I I think what it was is the honeymoon phase. That's what I got blinded by. We all that's get blinded why, by that's it. That's
3: why
0: dating is so good, and I and I love that you brought that up because like people need to date way past the honeymoon phase before you take a relationship really seriously because you get past those things. That brings
1: the age-old question of when do you sleep with somebody? And that's Mm. why, I think it's like the Canada's Dating Code, she has a book, she's on TikTok, but she talks about how you should wait three months to get past that honeymoon stage. That's exactly what Steve Harvey says, 90 days. If you have that affection, you're touching somebody, it's bringing those endorphins, that emotion Mm -hmm. that comes with it, and you crave that as a person. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. So you don't see, you'll ignore the red flags that you're seeing. Yeah. I, I really liked one of your past relationships, Joss, because the guy was very upfront. He said, like, I'm not oh. in the right spot for this. <laughs> I'm not in the right headspace. And that's like, no! And that's where <laughs> I feel like I'm struggling with you, Brandon, and, like, trying to figure out why you made that decision anyway. Like, why didn't you just say, oh, you know, I am here for the fun?
0: Or even like, okay, well, this is fun, but this is not what I want. So, like, now I'm going to move on. You know how I girls. i here
2: to defend. I don't know. You know how girls kind of do that thing. And you, you, Jocelyn, you've oh. literally said this <laughs> to me. me so, I, you can't even <laughs> lie about it. Fuck I know me. you've said this Shit. exactly. Okay, <laughs> And I was generalizing girls, so maybe it's that's fine. just Don't a generalize Jocelyn. Girl, thing. just generalize me. <laughs> but Jocelyn, you're not the only girl who said this. Is like, I can change him. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> All those movies but about but it. Yeah, but and that's where, I, like, I've said, like, after my last relationship. I am going into my next relationship being fully accepting of who this person is. And if that's not what I want to accept, I have to not be like, I'm gonna change them. Because it's not worth it. You're already who you are, especially the age that you are.
2: Girls can change them and guys can get rid of flags.
1: The other thing is That's my point.
2: That's my that's my answer to your question. I understand
1: what you're saying, but I feel like Women, especially growing up, are always caretaking. So how yeah. do you not go from your all your friends, your family that you might be taking care of to this new experience, this relationship that you've never encountered before and not take care of somebody? And then when you do that, you want to see that person hit their full potential. Like, you may see it, but they don't.
0: That's another thing. I, I it, it was really uh, aware more recently that I did with my last relationship. I dated potential. I dated what I thought. Or what I saw this man becoming and that was not who he was
1: potential versus action yeah
0: and I and I definitely like misled myself with being like yeah but if I'm that girl that sticks around long enough and I stick it out and he finally gets to his potential like I fucked up
2: ladies you
1: should but the, the thing ladies is- <laughs> do you
2: know what you are saying
1: why should we have to Why I don't I don't, want, I don't walk to. into a relationship and going, I hope he's I'm going to make him change. But when don't I'm in that change. when I'm in that relationship, you know, X years down the road or whichever. And I'm like, we've had a constant problem. I've communicated my feelings like maybe he will change.
2: He's not going to change. People don't change.
1: I think people change for the right reasons. I don't expect someone to change their fundamental being. I think people
0: change when they're ready to change. And that is something that like, so it's either like, okay, I have had this person and I've said X, Y, and Z and they're not changing. So you are the ultimate decision holder. I either leave or I stay and I stick with the bullshit. Yeah. And- (laughs) And that's hard. And I mean, I did it so many times, especially my last relationship because we were so on and off again, on and off again. He, every time he's like, "I've changed, I've changed, I've changed." And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." But like there was never any action. It was just a lot of words. And I, I and I was like willing to just like fucking Sure, throw me a fucking little piece of candy, and I'm like, yee, yay! Not like, oh, here's a whole fucking steak ass dinner for you. That like, you know, and it's a five course meal because I've spent X, Y, and Z pre- preparing this and and working towards that change that I actually want to see. And I d- fucked that up. But you have to, you if you walk into that, you have to be like, okay, I'm going to either fully accept this person as they are and all of the changes that come with that, or I'm going to get to a point that like they're not providing me with what I have expectations for within a relationship and you have to walk away
1: I that's hard I don't. definitely oh my God, I think that's so the most difficult hard. thing like I've been doing that recently and trying not to blame other people and say like it's how ha- you know it's happening to me it's happening to me but mm-hmm. I make that choice like okay this person is treating me in such a way that I don't like I'm choosing to stay versus yeah. setting my boundaries and saying, hey, I don't like the way you're speaking to me. If you speak to me that way again, I'm not going to continue the conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the other part is like, sometimes um, as people pleasers, I know like, I know Brandon is a people pleaser. I know we all I'm a people are. We all are. I know like you are. So like as people pleasers, we like negate our boundaries and fucking so double cross those bitches. Like they fucking don't exist. Like they're fucking invisible. Oh, and everyone awful. before
1: me, everyone before me, yeah. the dog, the fucking
0: cat. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he, you, you got to look at that. You got to Like, and I think that's something that like I'm learning is like, is like coming out of such a long, toxic, fucking terrible relationship is like, I have to have a boundary.
1: Where is my lines? We did Where- a, a few months of yeah. just really... Boundary work. Yeah,
0: just like, where are my boundaries? Like, what am I willing to accept? What am I not willing to accept? What are my expectations out of the person that I'm going to not date? I'm not feeling
1: bad about it either. Yeah. That is the worst. When you set a boundary and someone's, like, guilting you so hard for it, or they get upset and that makes you upset.
2: That does. Of course
1: it does. So do when you people boundaries? Do.
2: do I have boundaries?
1: Do you set boundaries? Do you set... In them? your everyday life? You know, work? No, play? I
2: don't. Because I think I'm... The first to impose on batteries. And I think that's. This is what I've. Uh, this is my Wally ego, a little bit talking. Um, I think that's what makes me great in a way. Um, when I was able to tap into why I'm intense. The moment you walked into the studio, I was fucking ranting <laughs> about all the things that I want to do with this studio. And then, even before like Jocelyn walked in, I, I kept going off. Like, here's what I want to do with table talks, and here's what I want to do this. I'm intense. I he's know a I'm intense. Golden
1: retriever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think in dog be reads, happy, just going about his day, very excitedly. Yeah. Ladies,
2: ladies, he's you a, heard it here first. I'm he's a, golden a golden retriever. retriever. <laughs> Waiting to be retrieved.
0: All right. Uh, We took a small break, um, but we're back. And I think, Brandon, my question for you after our Golden Retriever talk is um, when it comes to boundaries, you uh, said you're, like, intense and you, like, are the first to, like, impose upon them. Like, why do you feel like, one, you're intense and you impose upon
2: those boundaries? All right. So I think I'm intense and impose on boundaries not because of a reason, but... The reason why I brought that up is because, like, to me, it's a self-aware thing that I do, and I know that I do it to other people, and that's why, like, I guess I'm more understanding about when other people do it to me, if that makes sense. And also, I'm so self-aware about that, whatever, I don't even, I, I know it's not a flaw. Uh, it's just a attribute of myself that I know I do, and I know some people do not respond well to it, or like do are imposed by it, are really like but taken by back by like it. how
0: intense you are.
2: Yeah, I know I'm intense, and it really worked. Table talks, it worked. Yeah, the other side projects that I've worked on.
0: Yeah, but they weren't hour. they weren't as ready as like I already was because this was already something Alyssa and I had spoken about. So like you just imposing and being like, hey, like I want you to record something on Friday. I don't care what it is, just anything. It can literally be called you know X, and it never gets released anywhere. And I was like, no, like I'm so ready to dive into this because I had also been you know, and this was actually something that I don't I don't know if I was talking to you or someone else about it that I was like I haven't been working on a project that's myself since April actually I think you and I talked about it that was the last time I posted anything on my blog It was like April I haven't been working on anything for myself so like you gave me the opportunity to work on something that I felt was near and dear to my heart first of all because it's my best friend and second of all like I like giving advice to people And mostly when it's unsolicited, sadly, same, I should just not, but like, I can't help myself. So like, I, you know, we all
1: do though. We always impose advice before we even think
2: about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you waiting for me to chime in? Yeah. Do you have, do you, do you feel the same way? Um, I don't know. I think, I think the reason why I've accepted the fact that I'm intense and I've, tuned it into something that I use instead of something that I get mad at myself about is because I see potential in people and I really want to express that potential in people. I really want to see it played out. I want to see where it can go. I want to see, I want to see the things, but more importantly, I think really is like, I want you to see what you have. Cause like, Hey, maybe, maybe I'm just a fucking like content manager. And maybe that's that's where fucking podcasting is going for me. And I have no idea where this is going to go. But, like, when I get to, I really have seen a lot of fucking explosions in potential, in content. And the way people talk, the, the different guests that I get to have on my main show, like, everyone that has been on my main show, there's a reason why you're on you're on that show. And you've done an incredible job each and every one of you, um, regardless of my vibe, Champ, at the time. But um, I think I saw saw the same thing with you, Jocelyn, and you allowed me to actually explore where I really want to go with it. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you gave me the opportunity, and... I knew one of our biggest hurdles was having like the equipment. Like and I know that was one thing that Alyssa had like said to me, yeah. I want to be better at editing and I want to have the I want to have the equipment. Like if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right and I want to do it with the equipment. And you offered it up and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to say no." Like this was the one thing that was holding us back. It was that one hurdle. Like I'm not saying no. And at the time Alyssa was going through things, and that wasn't an option. So I was lucky enough that, like, one, I didn't have to record alone because you were more than willing to hop on and and fill that co-host space that had always been like the vision. But yeah, I just I jumped on it. I was like, I'm not gonna say no. I kind of did an Eli. I feel like I had a little Eli inspiration in that moment so,
2: again. And sorry, Eli, we had our little moment where we're ego our tripping love fest. you, but like, also here's another. Fucking perfect example. Like I, I've i texted you and I've told you in person every single way in which you've helped me. And I don't even think I've said, un- said them all. Jocelyn just said another reason why you're an amazing human that we all need around us. And I'm sorry that I'm using your fucking episode to... To, oh, please, to boost up fine. Eli so stop no oh, oh yeah stop we apologizing we love the love <laughs> yeah we we love love like we're all about it here so please but Eli dude hey ever changing vibe happened because of you you're on the first three episodes that's an obvious reason and now you're really you're creating table talks you have a huge value in table talks and you have a huge value just dude as a person. I don't care. If you stop podcasting, if you stop guessing on podcasts, if you never... End, like, Pick up a enter- mic again. Yeah. If you never entertain the world of content media, good for you. Guess what? You're still helping me. You still influenced it. You, you got me here and I will still talk to you and you will still get me to the next stepping stone, which... And and I didn't want to do this on on uh, on air or anything, but like he texted me today, and he's like, "I'm just happy to be a stepping stone in your life." And dude, you are way more than a stepping stone, and that's undeniable. I'm undeniably a podcaster, fine, but you are undeniably an influence in people's lives. I'm sure every person that you have ever had a conversation
0: with, he's probably influenced.
2: 100%.
0: 100%. 100%. I mean, you guys talked about ostrich farm, and I mean, this man was ready to jump in and buy ostriches with you guys, episode three on ECV. Like, <laughs> he was ready for his ostrich farm. He was he was downright ready to split buying an ostrich eggs. Ex-
2: we stopped recording. He was still down. Yeah, I know. I know. I thought it was a fucking bit. <laughs> Eli, if you're listening to this episode... That was a fucking bit in my mind. And the fact that you're probably listening to this and, and probably having that revelation like, oh, they were doing a bit that whole time. That's how amazing of a human you are. That's how it's impactful like, you can well, be. Well, it's, it's again, it's that opportunity,
0: like just I, I want to call him like an opportunity whore, but that sounds like bad. But like he's just like uh, whatever opportunity comes his way, like he's going to take it.
2: He's amazing.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, well, since we're going to wrap on some Eli love, I think, today. Um, thank you, Alyssa, for finally joining me in the studio. I am glad you are here. I mean, we've recorded, I think, our longest ever episode. Um, and Brandon, as always. Yet to be cut. It's <laughs> Yeah, yet to be cut. But it's always, <laughs> it's always a joy um, having you in the studio and, you know,
2: being my first co-host. So thank you. I think I started off pretty uh, mute. Yeah. And um, and I jumped in at the end and, and it got pretty talkative. So sorry. Table talk listeners.
0: No, that's fine. That's what, it, that's I'm what supposed it's all to be, about. No, I'm supposed to be a producer. Listen, OK, I'll get listen. there. I'll
2: get there.
1: I feel like I like the opinion. Yeah, absolutely. We go back and forth all the time. Yeah. <laughs> need something new to jazz it up.
2: Yeah. So thanks. I wish I had a button that said jazz it up or well, something. <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. We can make it happen next week. Alright, um, well, uh, yeah. do a, do, a, do a true outro, because I, I know you didn't like, which I loved, when you reflected back on your outro on, I forget which, I think it was episode three, you reflect back on yeah, a couple outros, like and you're like, me. nah, nah, that's not me. Can I get a real outro? I wanna, no, 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 hold up, Jocelyn, your outros suck. Not really, actually, but, but also, <laughs> like, I'm tired of Jocelyn's outros, Alyssa, oh, table fuck talks, no. table talks, episode four. Give us a good outro right here, Not a chance. right now. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. And we're leaving on that. No, I'm just kidding. All right, fine. Are you serious? Yes. You really won't do an outro? No. All right, that's all right. Not right now. That's all right. She needs more preparation.
0: That's fine. I get it. Um, I definitely liked outro from episode two. So actually, I really liked outro from episode three. So episode. Episode three's outro uh, basically was I ended with asking Brandon what is something he learned new this week. So Alyssa, Brandon was the guinea pig last week for this one. So what is something new that you've learned this week?
1: I feel like I haven't. I guess that's the answer. It's a brand new week. I haven't. That's fair. We are recording on
0: Monday, so that's fair. Brandon, you have anything this week?
2: Yeah, I'm going to bounce back to Alyssa in a second, but uh, what about podcasting what 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 is your experience like what what is your outtake because you said there's nothing big on, on your mind this week but this is the your debut podcast right mm-hmm. okay so give us give us uh, some feedback on or your way take. out take i like it all right hell
1: yeah
0: i, I like, like it this. all right well that's a wrap for uh episode four and we will see you guys back here next week